podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the Paddock Blues Podcast. You can find us on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash paddockblues. Or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to the Paddock Blues Podcast. I'm Jamie and today I'm joined by Paul and Melinda. You all right? Yeah, me too. I'm all right, mate. Thanks, Melinda. I know you're on the other side of the world, but you're okay? Yes, yes, I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? All right. How's it going over there? You okay? It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm currently staying um, at my sister's place. It's lovely. It's a lovely day, actually. It's uh, like 10 o'clock-ish, well, just past 10 in the morning here in Canada. Um, Yeah, it's been been nice, nice little break, but... uh, I obviously made time for you guys to come back on the pod and have a little chat because we have some things to talk about. So, <laughs> yeah. Everton still lost over there, didn't he? There wasn't like a mad result that we don't know about. No, no, unfortunately, I was in yeah. this pub surrounded by copites, and we'll get into that. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we still we still got robbed and we still lost. <laughs> yeah, Whenever you go, that's where they are, no matter where you go. But yeah, obviously, we are doing a, a reaction um, to... Liverpool 2, Everton 0, unfortunately. Mm. So, Paul, I'll just come to you first of all. I know, obviously, in the first pub, he said our fears and our hopes and when you're going to a Merseyside derby, but when the final whistle went, what was your initial sort of feeling as it's gone? Um, my initial feelings were just hatred towards the referee. Absolute mm. hatred. I'm not saying Everton would have won with 11 men. And I, I do think Ashley Young deserved to get sent off. Look, that Canati is just... It's the most blatant second yellow card you've ever seen. I know we'll come into incidents and that, but that Simicast should have been booked for doing exactly what Ashley Young done. But to answer your question, not to get too far ahead, was just like we've been done again. That's That was the feeling that I felt was we've been done at that place again. Yeah. M- Melinda, what was your like initial reaction? Sort of the same as Paul. A bit, you know, obviously angry towards... The, the officials of the game or did you just think oh, here we go again yeah you know what like it's it's funny because initially I was like upset obviously I was like literally that is a blatant like as Paul just said it's a blatant second yellow card and I was like but then again it's funny your mind flips and you go well of course we didn't get it of course we didn't you yeah. know it's like one of those isn't it you're like ah well didn't expect any less I saw a tweet actually pre-match and um it basically said this is you know gonna end with Everton getting a red and them getting a penalty. And that's exactly what happened. You could write it. You, 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 you know what I mean? It's just, it's sad that this is the way that we expect games now to go there. It's just, it's unfair. It's really, it's, it's, it's shit. It's just, but it, you know, we expect it. it. It's sad, but that's what we expect now. And, um, you know, Paul, will I'll get into, you know, something that you would tweet it as well. Um, but it's just, they're ruining the game. They're ruining the, you know, the the excitement and the the possibility of, you know, the result of the game. It's it's just really, really sad that that's the way now we expect things to go. Yeah, I mean... Jamie, what was your, what was your thoughts after the game? I mean... Did you, yeah, do you know what it... Come, what, yeah, what, did you think... We've been robbed of me. I mean, I wouldn't say robbed of the results. I just mean incidents that happened in the game was just absolutely pathetic. Just fairness, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's it's just it's horrible, isn't it? When I mean, you in any in any sort of game, you know, we could have been playing looting away or anything like that. It's obviously magnified and it's the Messi side derby, but mm. it, it just needs to be better in any game. Um, I just can't stand that. And they they all were buzzing that sort of they've got three points. Fair, you know, they've won the derby, that's fine, but to win it like that is a bit like it's a bit. It's got a mark on it, hasn't it? And I just, that's what I felt like. I just felt, I didn't feel disappointed. I just felt angry and it sort of felt numb because it was like, well, I've been here before, so I can sort of dust myself off in five minutes and get on with it because yeah. it's happened again. Um, well, to be honest with you, I was watching the game in the second half and I, I didn't go to the game. I watched it with my dad and I was like, I sort of felt calm because when Ashley Young got sent off because I was thinking, you stupid bastard i mean you know what i mean it, 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 that's i'm sorry for swearing but you're thinking you know you deserve to go off there and there's no chance we're going to get a result here and then but i see how well we were defending and thought you know we might actually scrape a draw here and then that yeah. incident happened with canate and i honestly i've, I've completely lost it there i mean 
I'm shouting at the telly, thinking that he's going to change his mind. So I was one of them fans yesterday, screaming at him, calling him a cheat, and it's just like, so I was sort of like ready for us to lose, but then once he done that, I was just completely in my mind, just, my head fell off completely. Yeah, because that's something I did want to actually touch about. We will go into the officials, of course we will, and player performances, but I just want to talk about the performance as a whole. Now, Paul, if I and Melinda, if I wouldn't have told, if I told you, I'm not going to tell you the result, but Everton have had a player sent off in the 37th minute, you'd feel the worst. you just think, oh my God, how many is this by? Um, so I just want to, Melinda, I'll start with you. I just want to touch on the, the performance to go down to 10 men and actually stick it out and really play very well defensively. Yeah, no, I, I, honestly, um, I was, I mean, you know, despite the result and despite, you know, the nitty and gritty of the match, but I, I honestly do think that the Laws performed very well. We put in one hell of a performance there uh, defensive-wise. You know, we even tried to have a couple of chances as well. You know, I, I do give them credit. Um, but I think this team, you know, going to Anfield obviously is never easy. And uh, the way that, you know, the fact that we had performed that that well, I just thought, wow, okay, you know what, I did kind of get a bit of like a newfound confidence in a way in this team, you know? Um, so I thought that was, it, it, you know, they really did hold their own. They did everything they could. I have no blame for for the lads whatsoever. Um, it was a good performance by them, consider, oh, I know all things considered. But yeah, definitely. I, I think this season now moving forward, if we could perform like that, you know, at our rivals, I think... Um, I've got, like I said, this newfound confidence for especially away matches going forward. We know home games are kind of our issue right now, but um, it is, it's, it's a different, it's a different Everton that we're seeing now. And it's almost like, you know, I was saying yesterday, well, it's about damn time. Like, where was this? Like, you know, the beginning of the season. Right. Um, but no, I, I, I was, I was impressed by their performance yesterday. They really did. Uh, they gave it their all and they played for that shirt. So it was nice to see. Yeah, Paul, I mean, apart from obviously a couple of players, which we will get into. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, there was a, yeah, we will. There was a lot of, um, there was not a lot big, of pride not, to take. Not big Michael Keane by any chance, is it? Don't oh, we love him. We don't love speak him. that name. Oh, yeah, he's got his own segment, him. Um, <laughs> turn but, it off now, Michael Keane, if you're listening. Just please yeah. turn off the pod. <laughs> yeah, go and walk the dog or something. Yeah, probably got lost. Um, yeah. But apart from them too, the it was quite a proud performance from Everton, wasn't it? I mean, considering going down to ten men, all that sort of nonsense that happened, you can sort of walk away and go, "Well, performance-wise, it was really good." We just obviously things happen in derbies, and that's what derbies are won and lost on moments. But overall, the performance is just something you take pride from. Yeah, but it's a, it's it's always something that we always lose from, though, isn't it? It always seems to happen to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I can't honestly remember Liverpool getting beat by Everton, thinking. God, we should have won there. Everton always have to fight for their wins. It's always hard fought, you know what I mean? Yeah. Liverpool yesterday was just like, they were lucky to get a win there yesterday. I think they could still be playing now. Without that penalty, they could still be playing now and Everton had just stopped them in the tracks every single time. I thought yeah. defensively yeah. we were great. I thought up until the sending off, I thought we were poor. I really did. I thought we kept giving the ball away, to be honest with you. Every time we had a corner, which you know was rare at Anfield in the, at the cop end, we kept getting done on the break and it sort of descended off, sort of made us... Go more defensive, and I thought everybody settled down after that. As as mad as it sounds, it sort of like made them play better. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, yeah pr- pride. Yeah. yeah, I think we need to be a little bit careful. I don't want to be one of them teams that gets beat all the times as well. You know, we play well, but I think yesterday you can actually say we did. In my opinion, we didn't deserve to lose. I don't think we deserved to win, but it was nil nil. It was a nil nil game written all over it. In my opinion. Yeah. Agreed. I think it's what we just saying there. We don't want to become one of them teams. I, I see what you're saying, but I don't think we will. I think it's it's the circumstances that you're going ten men, yeah. uh, thirty-seven minutes at Anfield. We, we've been there before when Mori, Funes Mori got sent off, and you're just like, Jamie, wow. you've seen them, you've seen them blast seven past Man United with eleven men. Exactly, mate. You know what I mean. So I think at that point you go, no. Some this is going to sound mad. I know people listening to this are going to go, what's he talking about? But if if thirty-seven minutes and Everton player gets sent off, you turn to your mate and go, we're going to get beat one nil here. As much as you begrudge it, you sort of go, well, do you know what I mean? It, it, it's just one of them sort of fixtures. It's one of them games. But I think to come away from the game the way we did, I think there's a lot 
to say about our performance and the way the players played at that in that moment. Yeah, I agree with Melinda. I think if keep playing like that, I don't think we'll be in any trouble this season. I think we'll have too much about us. Once we can learn how to pass the ball properly, which you know we've been saying for a couple of years now, I've made just <laughs> what is wrong with Everton and passing it. It's just well, once we can sort that out, I think we'll be quite a really good team, to be honest with you. We can. Yeah. We've got some good, got some quality yeah. players as well. But well, speaking of quality players, I just want to touch on two. Now, obviously, just the ones I've wrote down, but if you've got your own, jump in. Um, the first one to talk about is Vitaly Mikhalenko. Now, oh, yeah. the first, the first pod, uh, sorry, the preview that me and Paul did with Andy, we were sort of saying, how do we stop Salah? You know, we were, how do we sort of, yeah, okay. you know, just stop him from playing? He's a world class footballer at the end of the day, and he's their main threat. And I think he done that. Michelin Cohen and he scored a penalty seller, which it is what it is. And then the breakaway is just a breakaway. But apart from that, he actually didn't do anything in the game. And that's massive credit to Michelenko, who's now probably got Salah and Saka to hang up on his on on his dressing room table when he's emptying his pockets. Yeah. So Paul, did he actually well he did, didn't he? He stopped Mohamed Salah. Yeah, I think that the better the winger, the better he performs. I think he turns into Roberto Carlos when he's playing against a, a brilliant winger. I I have, <laughs> you know, it's not going to shock anyone, is it? I have been very critical of Vitaly Michalenko in the past. I have. I just have. I think I've been critical of every single player that's ever played for Everton in existence. You, Paul? You, yeah. You? Really? <laughs> Never. Yeah, yeah. But I thought he was, yeah. I thought he was great. And even Van Dijk come on yesterday and said he had him in his back pocket. He had him all game. It was brilliant, like, but... Obviously, he's took him off, and there's no coincidence that he scored when he's took him off. So, yeah, I think it was one of them, wasn't it? I think that subs a bit of a he's got to go for it, hasn't he? But, yeah. um, yeah, no great performance, though. Yeah, 100%. And, and he, isn't he, he's done a lot better since he came back as well. I mean, he's been solid the last few weeks. You, you, you can't really, I mean, you'd like to see him a bit better going forward, but yeah, defensively, you can't, I, I don't have any worries about him whatsoever. Yeah, I think that is the only part of his game that he, he, he can brush up on, you know, getting that ball of access to Carvin doing. But um, Melinda, he came in for a bit of scrutiny, didn't he? And then we got injured. And then Young went there and everyone was like, well, why is he buying a left-back? We've got Michalenko sort of thing. But I think he's made that position his own in the last few weeks now. I think I don't think he can be dropped for anyone else. No, I, I completely agree with you. That was the first thing that I... I uh was a, quite a standout for me yesterday. I watched the match. I thought Mikolenko was having a hell of a game. And um, I thought he was, you know, consistent throughout, cons- you know, considering the way that just fucking fell apart a little bit, didn't it? But no, I think he he was definitely a, a constant uh, strong point in, in that match. And yeah, he's, 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 you know, we've seen a couple performances from him that are a bit iffy, but I think, you know, ever since in that Arsenal game uh, at home, I think he, he performed very, very well there. And ever since, you know, when he's when he's been in the starting lineup, I I've had really no doubts about him. He's he's been he's been great, in my opinion. But definitely, he was uh, a standout player for for me yesterday, one hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. There's someone else. Listen, no, we people like oh, we're only talking about defenders, but that was the type of game that defenders will probably end in the money and the wages because apart from the penalty and obviously their counter attack at the last kick of the game, they've kept Liverpool out. And as Paul said, he can still be there now, wouldn't score. Um, yep. So just another defender I want to speak about, and I think I've been speaking about this. We, well, we've all been speaking about this lad for months. But uh, Jared Breenwhite, as you call him, Breenwhite, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he lives on. <laughs> but no, but Jared Breenwhite, he's just going from strength to strength. This kid, isn't he? To, to go to Manfield in a derby and sort of stand tall as as he did, I think he, he's a credit to himself, isn't he? I, I think as well, Jamie, um, you can really see that like bond and that partnership happening with him and Tarkovsky. Like I think you you, you can see it kind of growing each match. And um I think I think Tarkovsky as well. I mean, we've been but about him, I think, the last couple, you know, couple matches. But I, I thought yesterday the two of them were I thought they were brilliant. Yeah. They were. Paul, this guy that's got a big future in. Yeah, I thought I agree. I think him and Tarkovsky equally. I thought they were both brilliant yesterday. They threw themselves in front of everything. I think Jared Brantwich. I don't. I don't. You can put him in front of two hundred thousand people. He's not going to get flustered. No, the lads. Yeah. Just, but he's just born to play football. You can just see it. He has got the John Stones look about him. It is. He's not going to listen to the fans and the crowd. He's. He, he's just going to do whatever he wants to do. He's just. 
his natural habitat is a football field. And yeah, it showed again yesterday. I thought he was brilliant. He's just immaculate again. For yeah. for a kid that that that's that age as well. I mean, you said it. He just he's like as cool as a cucumber. You know what I mean? Like it's just like I just can't believe how kind of effortless things and how natural like things do come to him. Like it's 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 really nice to watch actually. So it's it's it refreshing. Is. Yeah, but I just wanted to ask you actually about um the James Tarkovsky and you've just been saying there, Paul. I think the first few weeks of the season, I'm rightly so. You were saying that. Captain's armband looks like it weighs him down, and it, it, it did. It did at the yeah. time. I don't know whether this is just me, but it seems like he's sort of growing into it a little bit. He seems to be like, right, the, I, I'm the Everton captain at first. I was like, wow, what's happening here? But <laughs> now I think he's thinking a bit like, well, no, I've got to take this responsibility on. It's, I've, I'm responsible on the pitch until Coleman comes back. And I think he's just sort of run with it. Am I wrong in thinking that or...? No, but, and you know, I'd like to go back to something that, that Melinda said. I think playing next to Michael Keane hasn't done him sort of any favors. No, sort no. of trying to be trying to babysit him through games at the beginning of the season, thinking I've got this absolute galoot next to me who just makes <laughs> loads galoot. of mistakes. So, so you know, I, it is he's trying to get him through games, and I think now he's got Jared Brantwick next to him. You can think, well, you look after that side, I look after this side. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So. I think he has grown into the role a bit. I think there was rumours, wasn't there? There was a little bit of tension that uh, Pickford had had the vice captaincy taken off him and Tarkovsky was given it. And you know, you never, it's like things in the workplace and someone is made a supervisor or something over you. And you're like, well, what's going on here? Maybe there was a little bit of tension. I don't know. But yeah, yeah he seems to have grown into the role a bit more now. Like 100%. And just if, if there's anyone else you just want us all to talk about, I know they would probably be for me the two. Outstanding players, no Pickford save, but we've been there before with Pickford against um that little win actually the Harvey Elliott has moved up he saved that. Um but... Yeah, there's actually there's one person I just sorry, Jamie, to what? to interrupt you there. Um but you said something like just a, a couple minutes ago about um I think it was Branthwaite or Beanthwaite kind of just putting himself on the line and kind of throwing himself out there and you know, I thought for me, Amadou Onana yesterday, I thought yeah, was yes. brilliant yeah, as well. Yeah, was, yeah. There was a few quality tackles he put in. I thought, wow, he really just stu- he just stuck himself out there, and I thought that was quite brilliant. So he gets a lot of stick. I think you know he gets criticized heavily, and we've you know we're quite uh, we're like the like team Onana really. Um, one thing I want to mention though is I swear to God, yesterday one of the commentators said Obama. I swear to God, he was like Obama. And I was like, did anyone else just hear him say Obama? I swear. I was like, Jesus. Um, but no, I, I thought I thought he was brilliant yesterday, honestly. He's another player that I think is really getting more comfortable on the pitch. I think he feels much more supported with the players he's got around him. And now they're working up to his level, as we had mentioned that on a couple of pods ago, that we think he's just bit of a standout player and people people around him can't really work up to his standard but I, I think we're getting there I think the pieces are kind of slowly starting to click which is nice to see um but no he he I thought for me he was brilliant Paul staying on Anana with Melinda's point there with, with you know perfect but do you think this is being him playing in the six? Do you think this is now an honest position? He hasn't got that like headless chicken sort of running around what to do, where they will go. He's now <laughs> going to go like, number six, this is me rolling and I know it quite well. Do you think this is him now? Yeah, I was going to say Anana as well. I thought Anana was really good, especially defensively yesterday. I yeah. he was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I know what you're trying to say. He's got it like a disciplined position. He, he knows what his role is. But yeah, I think going forward, that is basically... Because you, you want the quarry to go ratting about and joining in the attacks you want. James Garner to be the one who finds the passes and you want him to be the destroyer in the middle of the park who gets box to box as well if he can so yeah I think he has found a set position for himself there. I don't know why he gets stick on Arna I think it's his personality I think it's because he's very outgoing and he's got other interests Evertonians don't like Everton footballers having other interests I don't understand why because he likes doing a bit of singing and he's out there and he's you know so it's not very scouse like is it to be a uh, to do cool stuff like that. So, no, I think everyone needs to lay off him. I think he's a good player, I mean. And he'll, he'll go to to someone else as well. I mean, I think we get big money for him in the future, to be honest with you. 
yeah, yeah. That, that's got to be our policy though isn't it I mean yeah we've been talking about it for years and years that go and get a young player make him a boss player and sell him on for more money you know that's where we all want to be and that's how you you sort of succeed like a Brighton but just a little point on him though when he went over the advertising ordinance yesterday I mean mm. you've got like the mystical magical cop all screaming at him to get up I mean the most knowledgeable fans in the world can't see that he's just gone flying done a somersault over there they're all screaming was... for him to get up fantastic that was he? bad that you know what, even at, um, like, obviously when it was full-time and he was walking across the pitch, he I wouldn't be surprised if he's pulled a little something because he was a bit limpy. Um, mm. So I was like, oh, crap, here we go. You know, now he's going to be, I hope he's not out. But, um, yeah, I think he may have hurt himself a little bit there because he went flying. <laughs> like, poor I guy. Think... Like, I was like. Definitely uh... bruised his tie or something. Definitely ran yeah. into it. To be fair, yeah. though, Paul, you did say a word that doesn't exist in the cop, knowledgeable. So. That's probably why, yeah. mate, to be fair. Hey. But I didn't ever all reach for the cameras and the iPads to see, to yeah. take a picture of Anana. <laughs> oh, I'll go for it, me with them. Um, now they're too busy looking up the lyrics to their own bloody chance, the knobheads. Yeah, Google Translation. Yeah. Yeah. Deal, um, but we'll just want to, I want to, listen, we, we've got controversy to talk about, so it wouldn't be a derby without it, would it, obviously. Um, mm. So, do you want to get your opinion on Ashley Young? Uh, Ashley, yeah, Ashley Young. I'm going to call him Ashley Cole then. Real Ferdinand's on about eight times yesterday. <laughs> no, because you think of fullback <laughs> and Ashley, but yeah, I do yeah. want to talk about Ashley Young sending off. Now, for me, the both yellow cards, unfortunately, no, Paul, you said that earlier. He's got to have more experience than hasn't he? Paul, yeah, he, he really has got to have more experience than that. That was the reason I put him in my starting 11 for that experience, and not do stuff like that. He's let himself down there, and he's let his club down as well. Yeah, ridiculous. I mean, I, it's, I've heard people saying his legs are gone. I don't think his legs have gone. I think his... The last thing you'd expect someone to go is decision-making. He makes some terrible decisions. He's just diving into tackles and misplaced passes and everything. And, and listen, I wasn't against the signing when it happened. I think it's... But I can look at it now. I think it's a terrible signing. An absolutely terrible signing. Yeah. I, I think he's probably come in to be cover, and I just, and he's. I think he started every game, hasn't he? Mm. I just don't think Sean Dyche fancies Nathan Patterson one bit, to be honest with you. But we need Seamus Coleman back. Ashley Young's not going to do for me now, unfortunately. That was just absolutely ridiculous yesterday. Really was. It was just so. It was just daft, mate. It's just you. Know, you know you're on a yellow card, which how many times has he been? But um, yeah, but if you're don't... a player first starting out in a game. You, that's that's something that you'd expect an 18, 19 year old to do. Just be stupid in the tax. Someone like Brantwick, you'd expect that off him because he's well, young and enthusiastic and he's got no experience. But someone like Ashley Young should be like, listen, I can't dive in here. I've been booked. And it's not the first time it's happened. He's been booked early on in games. He's actually recovered, yeah. but yesterday he just come back to get him. At the time, we didn't want it to come back and get him in against them. Yeah, that's the reason I put Patterson. He put him in over Patterson just purely for his experience. But, you know, he's let himself down massively. But Melinda. Um, where does he go from here now? You know, Young's been sent off. He's obviously going to miss the next game. You can't get back in that team now, for me. What about yourself? Yeah, no, I mean, Paul, you know, we were all kind of talking about it yesterday and, you know, you had a point. He's been kind of flirting with that, I think, all season. And it's just, it was just stupid. It was just a really stupid thing. As soon as it happened, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's it's a second yellow all day. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we can't argue that. Um, It's just... I think you're right. Like, I think sometimes I just really question, like, what, what, what is going through your head? Like, what, <laughs> what are you doing there? But we can't go back. We can't change it now. Uh, it is what it is. But I really, really hope that. I mean, of he's gonna have to start Nathan Patterson, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do hope, honestly, he has a hell of a game. I really want Patterson to have like a hell of a game. So then, then he starts to start him, and and Young doesn't get right back into the team. Because I've got a soft spot for Nathan Patterson. And I think you're right, Paul. I, I don't really think Deitch rates him at all. I don't really know what the reasoning is, but we know he's been like that with a few players now. Um, but I don't know what, I really don't know what the problem is. But I, I do hope he he comes in, he starts, and I, I hope he performs really, really well. So Deitch can not really have a choice. And it's keeping think, the team. Yeah, I think it's, it's his defensive capabilities. I think he's a little bit weak defensively. Personally, yeah, he's he... too weak, too weak defensively for a Sean Dyche team. For Sean yeah. Dyche, I mean, he's he's um, 
I, I do think he's had some really good moments though, Patterson. Like I think, you know, he, he can be what he needs to be when he needs to be it. But I think considering his history, I don't know if he's scared because he's had some injuries now. And I don't know if he's afraid to put himself out there. I mean, how old, how old is he? Is he 20? Uh, oh, 21, 22. He's still, he's still quite young, isn't he? Exactly. Yeah. So I just, I don't know if that's going through his head. Like, no, I'm still young. I don't want to get a horrific injury you know he's he's had a few but I just I don't know if that's playing on it as well because I I thought he's had a couple of really good games personally but yeah there's still a bit of weakness there but he's still a young player so it's yeah. a tough one yeah Jay I wouldn't be surprised with ask you if he if he went to a five now because I think Patterson yeah. works in a five but that five yeah. means that big McKean comes in that's what that means <laughs> Because he's not into Godfrey, is he? Godfrey's the forgotten man at Everton. He's, he's vanished. Yeah, he's I don't on. know where he is. So that's Patterson sad. Though, come in because we because Patterson played right wing back against Villa. He had a good game. He did. I, I think he was yeah. secure yeah. With, with an extra defender behind him. But I wouldn't be surprised. Listen, this is it for the pod next week if James Garner plays right back and Idrissa Garner again comes back into the team. Oh, yeah, I think that's a, that's a step. That's a step backwards, personally. I think. Yeah, but... I think it is as well. But I just think the way Dyche. He won't have a right back who's who's a bit dodgy defensively, in my opinion. No, I know, I know. No, but Paul, I'll just stay with you, and we'll talk about your meet. Everton were playing really, really well. We were defending well. <laughs> you definitely don't. You definitely won't want him as your meet. Um, we're playing well, as you said before. They could still be there tonight, and then our mate has to high five someone in the cop, and yeah. just completely the, ja- just... the old jazz hands come out. Just tell me about that, mate. I mean, when the when it hits his hand, obviously everyone's on ball, on ball. But when you see the replay of it, you just go, "Wow, it's a penalty!" It, it listen, if if Everton didn't get that, I'd be screaming. Yeah, yeah, it's a hundred percent nailed on penalty. I've had conversations with people like I, Anthony was on the pod. What's he supposed to do? And I'm well, don't put your hand out like that. <laughs> I mean, just putting your hand out and there's like flagging a bus down. <laughs> That's what he was doing yesterday. You know what I mean? It's like. Oh, yeah. And he's got previous for it as well. He's done it against Leicester last season. It's just, I don't know. He just lets himself down. He's a walking disaster. I, I don't mean, I don't want to be mean to the lad. Honestly, I really don't. It's the last thing I want. But how many chances? Melinda was saying on the group chat yesterday. How many more chances is he going to get? What's he got on our manager? What is it? Everyone can see that he's not good enough. He's, a, he's just he's a nervous wreck at the back. And he's got me a nervous wreck as well. Ridiculous decision. Nailed yeah. on penalty. Oh, 100%. I think I said that in the group, Linda, as well. Um, how many times you see these footballers put their hand behind the back in, yeah. in situations like that and sort of not let the cross come in, but just try and block it with the chest or the back or you know, their arse or something. He just literally nearly catches it. And all that. <laughs> Paul, you said about the Leicester one. Then when he ran up to the referee and pointed at his arm. He pointed at his hand. <laughs> and he, actually con- he actually confirmed it. Yeah, he was the VAR. He went, no, we really hit me on the ass. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> someone said to me on Twitter last night, is, is he trying to get us relegated? <laughs> I, I don't I'll know. Is he... Yeah. Maybe he's got money on it. Who knows? Um, no, but honestly, like, the funny thing was, is there's that picture obviously floating around of him. And literally, it's like he's flagging down a bloody bus. But if you look at his other arm, it's like tucked behind him. So I'm like, why would you not just... Like just be symmetrical, my guy. Like just put the other one there too. Like I, I don't know what goes through that man's head. And you know what, Paul, you said it. Like I don't want to be mean to the lad. I don't. You know. But how many more times do we have to go down this road over and over and over again until you realize that you're not a very good footballer? Like I'm really sorry, but that cost us. Like, like you know, the game. We're very good rugby player. <laughs> I mean, you can have your hands behind your back, and that I always thought that when you see that David Louise doing that, it always looks stupid to me. But I can understand why they do it. But there's having your hands at your side, but not like that. That's not even a natural movement for your hand to go in. No, no. You it is literally um like between his like his arm and his chest. There was a ninety degree angle, like a ninety <laughs> degree angle. Like Buddy was like doing geometry on that pitch. Like I'm not even joking. He's like it was like perpendicular to the ground like i don't know what was going on but i and you know what yeah it's a penalty like if if the rules were reversed and it wasn't given like we would be we would we'd be screaming for it but yeah yeah, it is what it is and we were talking the group as well about that stat 
the last three out of the four penalties that have been given have been because of an error due to Michael Keane. Only the stats of that, Melinda. What do I always say? The proof is in the pudding. Mm. Proof's in the pudding. Stats don't lie. I know Anthony Uh, loves a stat. I know you love a stat, (laughs) but they don't lie. I think he was watching that the New Zealand All Blacks do the hacker the night before. Michael Keane, because that, that's what he was doing. He was like that. Well, I'm not going to do the chance because I don't know it. But that, <laughs> his hands are out like that. It's ridiculous. It's just yeah. We can laugh about it now, but you just I remember looking at my dad going because when it went to VAR and the boat was like, well, how are we going to get away with that? We're not going to get away We're with not. that. No and way. And all that. But by the way, I thought they should have had the penalty before that. If we're going to be fair in in our comments, I thought Patterson took yes out completely. I thought uh, yeah. Penalty. Yeah. To, to be fair, I did see that clip this morning on Twitter and it was like slowed down because at first I thought, no, like I thought I thought he was going down before like Patterson was sort of involved there. But no, you look at it and it slowed down. You're thinking that probably should have been a penalty. I think as well, it doesn't take his legs, though. That's the only thing, isn't he? It doesn't take his legs from underneath him. Where mm, I can see why he never gave falls up. on him. He sort of falls on Patterson. He doesn't, Patterson doesn't take his yeah. legs away from him, which is, you know, to Stonewall when that happens. But... It was yeah. the day for handballs yesterday, though. I don't know where anyone watched any other footy. I mean, yeah, uh, that's Saliba yeah. for Arsenal and then Sheffield United. Man United, sorry, done the same thing, didn't he? Yeah, might Penalty, be this McTominay, thing. Though, yeah. McTominay, you need to change the rules. Listen, in the rules with the game, it is a penalty, but what are, what are, what are you supposed to do, Iran's? Now you're going to get players who are just going to try and kick it at Iran. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a Libra one as well. That's a Libra one. He was in a mad position and it was flipped yeah. at him from about a minute ago. Uh, thing is, though, Jay, they, they're saying the ball is going towards the goal so nobody knows whether the keeper's going to save it or it's going to go in it stopped the ball from getting to the goal wasn't it oh I see yeah I, I didn't know that part of the video yeah. but maybe maybe Michael Keane's seen Joe, Joe Virginia and thought I'm better than him that's the only way I'm going to get in the side take Pickford's place he, he, come on our, he come on at half time didn't he and I'm thinking <laughs> oh please lad don't do this to us and then your worst fears just come through he must he, he must have hated himself. He, I wouldn't be surprised if he says to Dodge, please don't play me. And he's gone, no, you were great when you were 19 and I had you to Burnley 10 years ago. That was 10 years ago. Well, good enough. Yeah. yeah, this is the thing, right? Like, this was a, a big argument that was also on Twitter as well. Is like, why is everyone blaming Michael Keane when clearly, like, it's Dodge's decision that he's put him in? You know, maybe he's he maybe he's said, you know, I, I'm not... We don't know what he said to Dodge. We don't know the conversations that they've had, but... Do you not think, though, that you would just try and be better? <laughs> like, this has yeah. happened now three times before. Do, do you not know that that's something that maybe you should not be doing? Like, it's not it's not hard, is it? Like, it's not no. hard. No, you can't, You make mistakes in your job. You, you go in the next day and you think, can't do that again. Absolutely. Sure don't yeah. do that. Sometimes you will do it again, but you, you're consciously trying not to do it, aren't you? Yeah. But yeah. I've got a question for both of you. And I brought them up before. I'm coming to you first, Melinda. Sorry, Jay. It's Ben Goffrey. What what's happened with Ben Goffrey? Where is he? Honestly, this is just you know we we have discussed him a little bit before, and it's honestly like I still agree with what we've all said. It's really sad. Like it's really sad, and it's disappointing that he's just not the player he used to be. Like it's he, he when he has been you know, playing for us most recently, he always just looks knackered to me. He just looks tired. Like, he's just not the player he used to be. And it, it is sad. Like, it's disappointing because, you know, at one point, he was a player that I would look for in the starting lineup. I thought he had speed. He, he got, had got any English power. And, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, so it's just, what a downfall. I just, like, literally, what what has happened to him? He's just become, like, a bit of a ghost. Like, it's, it's, it's crap. I... I, I He's not. He's not the same player. No, Paul, you said this before. Sort of after he was, he was not well and things like that. And once he's come back, he's not. He's not been the same player. But it's just, you know, what he Dyche has been so focused on getting other players sort of back to full fitness. You know, and I know they were catastrophic injuries like Dominic Calvert Lewin had, and I know that. But I just wish there was a bit more insight on what's happened to to Godfrey. Is he, is he just not asked anymore, or is he literally there's just something going on there that does need fixing? I I don't know. Yeah, because Jay, he could play right back, couldn't he? Because he got into the England squad and Garasaki plays. He's got two caps for England. He plays him at right back. I'm not saying he's got he's the perfect replacement for Ashley Young or if you know we don't want to play Patterson, but he could play there. But he doesn't even see him in contention. He's got James Garner, who's a, who's a centre midfielder, who's 
getting in the team before him. Yeah, I just I think with Ben Godfrey is when he came in, obviously he was playing really well, but I think it's easy to play really well when you win it. I know that is the cliche, yeah. isn't it? And Fair. We were, winning, we were winning football matches and he looked great and it was all going well for him. So when sort of the tide turned and we were in a relegation battle and it was like, oh, you know, he's to stand up and be counted. He's had that many bad performances. His head might, he just can't, it might be that type of lad where he just can't switch off from not having confidence. He needs five, six, seven games to be get his confidence back up, but we can't give you that. We're not in a position to give you it. So I think it's a bit of a I think Dice is stuck in a rock between a uh, between a rock and our place because it's like, well, I know I need to give him the time to get his confidence back up and have yeah, and maybe have a couple of good games here and there. But I can't. So where do I go? I think the best thing for Ben Godfrey, I know we've just been speaking about Michael Keane, but he shouldn't be here anyway, is go out on loan. Um in January. Mm. Go out and loan, go and earn your trade again like you did at Norwich. Go to a, an Ipswich you were flying in the in the championship, somewhere like that. And then come back in the summer, refreshed and you know, maybe forgot about all the, the nonsense that went in behind going nearly going down. And that be, might be something for Michael Keane as well, by the way. I think Michael Keane played really well under Ancelotti. But I think <laughs> No, he needs to go, don't get me wrong, he is yeah, he's a poor man's Harry Maguire, so what does that say? Um I just think the both. If I was going to get rid of one, obviously it's Michael Keane, but I wouldn't want to get rid of both. I'd like Godfrey to go out on loan because there is a player there. Michael Keane is just nothing. You got. Yeah, I think I'm ready. maybe it's an, maybe it's an attitude thing as well with Godfrey because if he's turning to Michael Keane before Ben Godfrey, then what's going on behind the scenes? We'll never know that. By the way, yeah, and he's a have... runner. He's more of a runner than he is a footballer as well. And I think that long COVID and stuff like that has probably done him. Always said that though, Paul. You have said he's more of an athlete than anything than before a footballer, and yeah. I and I do agree. I agree with that statement. But Jamie, I completely agree with what you just said there. I do definitely think there's a player in there, one hundred percent. So that's not a bad shout. I think you know, sending him out on loan, um, sort of maybe get a little bit of a maybe if, if it is a confidence thing. I don't know because going through what we went through the last couple of years, maybe it has really affected him. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's uh, a confidence player, isn't he? Definitely. Yeah, and I, yeah, and maybe it is a bit, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm making this up, but does he have like a little bit of like an attitude problem? I've heard he's like, his, is he a bit of like, not, not like stuck up, but is he a bit like, I don't um, know if I've heard something somewhere before that he's maybe a bit like, not arrogant, like, cause that makes him sound mean. Like, I don't, I don't mean like that, but is he a bit like, you know? I played for England yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like attitude kind of. Like not like a bad yeah. thing, just a bit like... I, 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 thought, I swear I've maybe heard that or read it somewhere before, but it's all hearsay, isn't it? But I do think as well he's probably a little bit a victim of circumstances where we had no left-back, so we played left-back for a long time. Mm. And he sort of mm. forgot how to be a centre... He's forgot how to be a centre-back. He's been played left-back, right-back, and he hasn't maybe. had a run of games in his, in his actual position. So maybe, maybe that could be it. But just it's, a, it's a mystery, though, isn't it? Paul, yeah. as well, you've just... I've just clipped there as well. He's only ever played with Michael Keane and Mason Holgate. Mina. Yeah, he Mina, but Mina's only every now and then. Would yeah. Ben Godfrey love to play with James Tarkovsky? Someone who'll talk to him, someone who'll say, lad, don't go there, come here. You know, don't forget, we've just talked about Michael Keane and how bad he is as a footballer. Ben Godfrey's had to play next to him. So mm-hmm. I just think maybe this kid... Under the guidance of James Tarkovsky and a, a Pickford in front behind him, and, and maybe an Anana could get a little bit better, like a Brantwaite, you know. Because if Brantwaite played next to Keane, you'd be like, I don't think you would see Brantwaite be playing as well. Maybe I'm wrong there, but maybe that's something yeah. to think about. I think he compliments he compliments any any one of them, wouldn't he? Compliment Tarkovsky with his pace, and he compliment Brantwaite with his pace as well. He's yeah. a, he's a pacey centre back, so yeah, I see what you mean there. Yeah. Sorry, Melinda. Oh no, no, I was just gonna say if 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 um if uh Branthwaite was next to Michael Kidd, I think you just ignore him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be honest. Definitely. But uh no, honestly, I kinda like the idea of uh Godfrey Tarkovsky and kind of thing. I, I don't I don't know. That would be kind of I think we need good, to I think Dyke needs to leave before we see that, to be honest. I know, I know. Um right, moving on to a very, very mad decision, in my opinion. Uh, Melinda, I'll stay with you for this. How's Canate stayed on that pitch? Oh, oh my 
Honestly, it's like there was a red. There was a red on Twitter last night. You said it wasn't even a foul. Come on, lads! Lads, come on! You just won the fucking game. I mean, you know, you've got to give us at least that. You know what I mean? Anyone? I'm surprised he gets signalling. Give him his beat. Yeah, Stevie Wonder could see that he'd fouled him there. Honestly, I, I, it's funny because I'm almost like again going back to the fact of the way that games always go at Anfield. Am I shocked? No. But honestly, that was like a blatant second yellow. And he took him right off, didn't he? You know? Yeah. Clock's not stupid. Clock knew. Confirmed. 100%. So that to me, again, it's just the fact that this is just so corrupt. But all, all, all I could do yesterday, is it, I was sitting there watching the game, and all I could do was laugh and go, obviously, obviously. Like, you know, not yeah. shocked. It's just ridiculous to me. Like, how, yeah. How, how that was not given, I do, I don't understand. I do, but I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. <laughs> You're not shocked, but you are shocked. It's just, and and you know, Paul, you you said it perfectly as well. You know, it. I think you put a tweet out yesterday, and I was like, "That's bang on the money." Like, it, it's not even just us. It's it's throughout the whole Premier League. A lot of teams yeah. are are dealing with this. It's the inconsistency. It's it's just it it it's mind blowing. Like, I, I, the game is gone. Like, and it's becoming harder and harder to bear down and grit your teeth and watch this crap now every single week because you're thinking well <laughs> what rules are going to pull out their ass this week they're going to make it up like it's just nope. just uh, no one knows what a goal is no one knows what offside is and no one knows what a sending off is anymore yeah, you, can't even, you can't celebrate goal, goals yeah. anymore you just can't because they'll find a way to make it not a goal even though it's clear as day a goal oh that's a clear as day a foul and, or, oh but apparently it's not so Campbell, yeah so Paul, the same. I want this is what well this is the question that I've been asking myself and I've seen a few different opinions. So I'm gonna get yours, Paul, but listen, it's a second yellow, obviously, it's a red card. Do you think he's not given the red card because he's a can he's just a really bad referee, which we obviously know it is, but do you think being at Anfield and what happened to them a couple of weeks ago, do you think he's not I can't give the I can't give another yellow card? I think it's a mixture mm. of everything. I think going into the game he he refereed something like 17 Liverpool games or something he hadn't give one yellow card mm. might even be more you're not not one yellow card you're messing you're telling me that team hasn't made a foul in any single one of them games yeah. it was yeah. just odd it was just an odd performance it was like that Ashley Young second one he gave himself loads of time to think so in, in my mind I'm thinking VAR telling him to send him off there because it didn't look like he was going to send him off at first and he has rightfully sent him off and then that Simicast in the first half, had done exactly the same. He should have probably been off. He never even got spoke to. He made about three fouls on Everton players, tipped them up blatantly, never even got a yellow card, never even got spoke to. Done exactly yeah. the same as Ashley Young. So there's that. Then the second half, that Canate does that. And he's, you can see the referee shouting, play on, play on. And Tarkovsky screaming, I'm saying, well, you booked me in the first half and because you said I was out of position. So you give me a yellow card. And he, he said, Canate's out of position. He went, no, he wasn't. Canadi's on the edge of our box. He's a centre-back. He's yeah. panicked. How can you not think that there's no bias or some sort of fear? He's, he's, been, he's been stood there in the middle of that pitch going, oh, my God, I'm at Anfield. I yeah. can't send the man off. And it's hard not to think that, and it's sad. It's a sad, sad way to think that that's the way football's gone. But we're seeing it more and more often. It's not Liverpool's fault, by the way. No. It's just it's just no, the whole it's... thing. We need, I don't know. I don't even know what the answer is. I think we need a computer to be the referee. I swear to God, to do some mindless yeah. drone needs to be the referee. No. I I completely agree with you there, Paul. I literally think he's probably standing there, and and I th- I think he shit himself. I don't think he knew what to do. Yeah, honestly, definitely. because you're right. It, it, the whole thing that happened with Spurs that sparked a whole thing now, and I think it's become this culture. And I think it's been there for a while, but I think it's even worse now that they're afraid to do the right thing like it, and it's horrible that this is the way that that it is but it's just <laughs> football is literally going down a very very weird hole right now and i don't know where we're going to end up but it's that it's yesterday you call was for just... all the time you you always call for just you just want them to be consistent consistent yeah. in the decisions you make if you're going to book Ashley Young you book that cost us Simacast for exactly the same thing. Yeah. If you're gonna send Ashley Young off for two bookings, which was it was two yellow cards. Canate, yeah. I mean, you don't even have to like football to know that he'd made two fouls that were yellow card fouls. It's not even like 
a debatable one. He he got him by the shirt or around the shoulders, and he then tripped him up. Yeah, I mean, it, and, and even Jürgen Klopp, people are saying, "Oh, he's pulled him, he's dragged him off in case he's sending him off." Yeah, I think he's dragged him off to to, to basically show the world that how bad these officials are. He's confirmed the red cards. He's gone. Yeah, should be off anyway, so I'll take him off just to show you. And Klopp's yeah, yeah. even said, "Listen." They've got lucky with that one, but it's something that you're going to have to get over. If you ever Tony and Dedzer fell off over it, but he's right because that what happened to Liverpool the other week, listen, I ate Liverpool, was a disgrace, and that was a disgrace what happened to us yesterday. Agreed. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, just I just don't understand it. Me personally, they got the best league in the world with the worst, you know, best league in the world with the worst officials. I just don't... It's not even VAR though, is it, Jay? No, it's not even VAR. People are screaming about VAR, and I have in the past. That's got nothing to do with it. Without VAR, he still makes that bad decision. No, it's the ref. It's down to the ref. 100%. Exactly. They don't look at anything like that. So, I think the only way to go in the future, because with all this AI and all that, is to have some weird little drone flying over the top. And they, and they make all the decisions. I think that's the only way forward, because these referees have got some sort... I don't care what people say, they've got some sort of allegiance for clubs and against clubs. It's just in you. Like, I don't like Newcastle. It's got nothing to do. If I was a referee and I'm managing Newcastle versus Brentford or something, I want Brentford to win. I don't like yeah. Newcastle. It's yeah. in you. It's humans. That's, the way, that's just the way we are. Yeah, it's just, it's like it's like an innate thing, isn't it? Like, it's just... It's it's in you. Like, yeah. that's why we've always said. <laughs> the people that are... Like, the refs that are... Met, you know, wrecking these games and and people even who are you know managing VAR that day should have no affiliation to to a club whatsoever. They just shouldn't. It's way too yeah. biased. Way too biased. Yeah, that's, that's what we say in it. Outsourced VAR to analytical yeah. people who don't even like sport and just teaching the rules of the game and say, what do you think this decision was? Is it a foul or not? Yeah, it's a penalty. That's the yeah, only way because people are saying people are calling for ex players to do VAR again. They'll have had a game against Everton in 1989 or something and gone. They kicked fuck. They kicked shit out of me there. So they won't the subconsciously. Subconsciously, they won't like Everton. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I just the way you saying there about like um, there were allegiances and stuff like that. You know, because you're not, you don't grow up all your life being a chess player or a rugby player or completely away from football and then go, I want to be a football referee. You you've grown up round football oh, all your life, yeah. so you've got the little teams that you don't like, teams that you do like, and then you've gone. I'm shite at football, so I swear. So I'm going to referee. But you've still got them little things in your head that who you liked and who you didn't like, and teams you'd admire growing up when you were a kid. Like we all liked Arsenal when we were growing up. We all liked watching yeah. them, didn't we? Yeah, things like that. So just yeah. take it out of them. Just take it out of them, and you know. The refs in this league, it's constant. It's every week we're talking about referees. Andy said in, in his thing that he just doesn't want a derby where it's consumed by the referee. And again, it is. Now, don't get me wrong. We've, we've both sat here. All both here have sat here. Penalty all day. Ashley Young deserved to be sent off. So we're not sitting here biased and going, our oh, blue heads on. It's all to Everton podcast. It's biased. We're agreeing with them decisions. That is a red card. It's as simple as that. And he's true, yeah. by the way, Beto. He is, yeah. He's actually true. Yeah. So if you want to go that way, he's his last man. So yeah. there's loads of things you can look at, but they've got to change. I don't know how they do it, but they've got to change because our very own Paul was uh, quoted on the Echo. Ooh, Mr. Famous. <laughs> <laughs> um, by it. saying, uh, Paul, it was something along the lines of... I said it's Mitch, let me, me get... My love for the game is slowly dying because of the officials. And it yeah. is because you watched it yesterday and you're just like, how are you making that much of a bad decision? It's not even a hard one. Honestly, it's not hard. You've just booked him 10 minutes before or whatever it was. He's he's on a yellow card. You know he is because you write it down in your little book. So you know you booked. He's pulled him down and tripped him up. It's a yellow card. It's nil-nil. It's not going to change anything. It's not like you're, you're affecting the game there and then. Uh, and and yeah, as you say, we've sat here and we've agreed with this, other decisions he's made. And I'm not saying Everton we're going to win that game because I don't think we would have won the game. By the way, no. I don't think we would have lost though. I I, I honestly thought it it was going to be a nil nil. Honestly, yeah. I did until until everything kicked off. And it's not even you know the the fact that we've also got the like backing in a way like you know from the players like what Jordan Pickford came out and said you know decision didn't go our way today. No surprise there. 
bang on. Bang on. You know, they're mm. not stupid. They know. Well, he booked Sean Dyke got... and Ian Warren, didn't he? And he, they were like, yeah. why? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, that just moves me on to me to the next thing, really, is Dyche's comments after the game. Um, you know, obviously he's saying that he doesn't want to get in trouble with the FA and he yeah. actually did come out, didn't he, and just said, I don't know why I've been booked. My whole backroom staff got booked and no one knows why. He doesn't understand how it's not a second yellow. Then he was obviously talked about Jurgen Klopp bringing Canate off and he said himself, yeah, because he knew. He's talking about it's not daft. He knew what he was doing. Sort of yeah. praise Jurgen Klopp in a way he said, like, I'd do it. You know, confirm the same thing. Yeah, just... But the question I want to ask you, Paul, is... And Melinda, I wanted to come to you as well because I know we haven't really given our thoughts on Dice, but it's easy saying that, isn't it? When all that's happened, it's easy to come out and go, well, this I'm going to sort of soak the fire a little bit. But is it refreshing to see that from the Everton manager to come out and go, this is bang out of order, this? Yeah, there's nothing really you can do about it, is there? I mean, you can't say much. No matter what he says, he's probably going to get in trouble. But I'd, you know what? I'd like to see Everton back him up and say, listen, take the fine, say whatever you want. Yeah. Because it needs calling out. I mean, I, I was seeing that the, a lot. Yeah, the, the whole world imploded when the, that decision was made against Liverpool and Tottenham. All press. I, I mean, I haven't really kept up to date. I haven't seen nothing today. I agree. Like, So I know we've had a lot of conversations about Sean Dyche on this podcast. Um, but to me, honestly, to see him standing up for the club and staying up for the players, in, you know, in a way. Um, I know he needs to be careful, but in a way, people, like I said, people on Twitter yesterday were saying, like, just take the fine, mate. Say what you got to say and just take the fine. Um, I, I do like seeing that from my manager when clearly things are completely, blatantly unfair. I think you do need to speak up in certain situations. We've seen it with Frank Lampard as well. You know, he did get a yeah, fine. Um, so to me, like, that just shows that, you are willing to speak up and stand up for, for this club. And, you know, I, I know that it may not change things straight away, but I do think that these, even, you know, what did happen with Liverpool and, and Paul, you're completely correct. I mean, I hate the bastards, but at the same time, <laughs> it, it it was not right. Like it, it was, it was, uh, it was horrible. Um, not deserved at all. But yeah, I think, I think these are the little steps that we need to start creating to hopefully bring about change. So you're stuck between a rock and a hard place, though, aren't you? I mean, yeah. but no, I, I, it, it did give. It, 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 I had a little bit of respect for you know, Sean, Sean Dyche for kind of saying that yesterday. But I wish a little bit. I wish more had come from it. But hey ho, we move. Yeah, it's just just to wrap this part up. Really, I wanted to speak about um, sort of where do we go from here now? The thoughts, I, the feeling I got from the game is: listen, we've all come out of Derby sometimes and gone. Oh, wait, oh, are we going to recover from that? You know, Paul, you've probably seen in Melinda, we've all seen derbies where we've been leathered and gone, you can't come back from that. Do you think that was a derby that we can sort of write off, Melinda? Do you think it was a derby that we've got? Obviously, the incidents are separate, but as a football performance, can you sort of write that and go, lads, don't worry about it. You sort of look at the performances, look at the refereeing performances and the decisions against us. Let's move on now. Let's just forget about it and go to West Ham. And I think do the fan base can do that as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is the first game in, in a while where it has been a defeat. Well, no, okay, sorry. <laughs> We've had a lot of defeats, but it's the <laughs> yeah. first it's the first game in a yeah, while where, 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 where I'm like, lads, shrug it off. No problem. On my on my end. I'm as as as, as you know, a, as a supporter of this club, I would go, I think you need to be proud of how you perform there. All things considered, there's many, many factors. All of them against us, as per usual. But no, you know, we hold our hands up and go, yeah, that was a red. He was sent off. That was a penalty all day. We're not going to sit here with our with our blue hats on and go, no, that wasn't a red and that wasn't deserved. It should have been a penalty. No, it was. Like, football is football. Facts are facts. But I think all things considered, it just, it didn't go our way. It didn't. But I do think that they should be proud of, like, defensively, they put in one hell of a performance and they should be proud of themselves for that. So I think it's, you know, an, another game. It's, you know, 90 plus minutes up that they've got in the tank. And I think they need to be proud of the way that they handled it yesterday. Because it's, it's very easy to lose your cool in situations like that, isn't it? Especially yeah. when we're on, we're at Anfield. It's, it's, it's very easy for things to get very heated very quickly. 
Um, so I do think they need to be, you know, take, take, take it all into consideration and, uh, yeah, absolutely. They should be they considering everything. They should be proud of themselves, but yeah, I say we move on, on to the next and, um, they just need to keep up that, that level, that energy level, because I, I think they, I, like I said, all things considered, I, I think it was a good performance. Yeah. Well, Paul, I mean, there's no one likes getting beaten Merseyside derbies and it's still hurts, of course it does. But we're willing to say there about pride and I think I as well put it on the Instagram. Yeah, you know, we can be proud, but sometimes having that pride isn't enough. Um, do you think that's one of the derbies where you can just write off? I know you put in the group, it's the one time you've probably been beat by Liverpool and not been in a bad mood, which I think we all fell off our chair reading that. Yeah, I think I'm in a bad mood all the time. Yeah, but we were all the same. I think we were all the same, mate. We sort of just sort of went about our day and just shrugged it off. Do you think the players and Sean Dice can do that now and use that and go, lads, look what's happened against us again. Go and, go and prove everyone wrong. Go and beat West Ham. Yeah, I think we can use it as fuel to sort of galvanise us for the rest of the season. I don't know if you remember we were talking about it on the last pod when um, Jamie Carragher pulled Lescott to the ground. Uh, Kite scored the penalty. And it was like a massive injustice. I think Everton went on like a 17-game unbeaten streak after that. Yeah. It sort of fueled us, like as if to say, if the officials aren't going to get it, give us nothing, we'll go and get it ourselves. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it could um could spare us on for the rest of the season. I hope so anyway, but it's never nice getting beat against them. I was a little bit angry, but I wasn't angry at the performance and I wasn't, to be honest with you, I wasn't angry at Liverpool. I was just angry at the officials and everything that went down. So, yeah, I think we can use it as a bit of fire in our bellies anyway, defo. Yeah, 100%. I'm just... Wanted to open up to you, really, if there's anything that you wanted to talk about, about the day or the derby. Yeah, I just wanted to see how Melinda's... I know she, she was sending us messages saying that she's the only blue in the pub. Were you the actually only blue in this pub? So, funny enough, about 10, 15 minutes into, like, after kickoff, um, another blue walked in. And, and I was like... Back out. <laughs> I was did like... They have a, so... Did they have a glow about them? Were they glowing was, as they walked through the door? It was like, like, oh, I was like, thank <laughs> God. Um, but no, it was really funny because uh, it was a lovely lady and her nephew had come into the pub and um, obviously it's just reds everywhere, right? So she kind of walked in and did like that face and was like, oh, okay, maybe we, we should go. But I looked and she's wearing an Everton uh, jumper and I looked over and I like waved her. I was like, get over here. I had an empty spot, <laughs> spot, spot beside me. I was like, come over here. And she goes, oh my God, what are you, what are you doing in here kind of thing? I could say the same for you, um, but uh, no, she she was lovely, and it, yeah, it was just the just the two of us. But it was so funny though after you know after halftime, and uh, the TV is you know it comes back on, and I'm like, is that Michael Keane? Is mm. that Michael Keane? And we're both <laughs> like, oh no, not Michael Keane! Like in this pub, and like everyone just starts laughing at us, and I was like. You can just totally take the piss now. <laughs> like, go for it. Do not care. Um, but no, you know what? To to be fair, I do have to give credit to um, they're like an official supporters club location. Like, they're affiliated with Liverpool. Uh, you know, so it's an official club. And you know what? I mean, I, my hat goes off to them. It was like the crack of ass, and there was about thirty plus reds in this club and you know of course they they take the piss at first don't they a little bit but they all come up to me and we're like you know so what are you doing here why do you support everton and they were they were actually like a really nice group of people so i i'm very grateful for t- to the uh the durham region liverpool supporters club of not beating me up and throwing me out the window they said they would but uh <laughs> if we won but uh no it was it was a very good experience I can't lie, um, but uh, it was it was really funny though. There was like a really old lady, <laughs> and um, we were like just making a joke about I don't even know what we were talking about. But she said, "Oh yeah, Michael well, <laughs> probably, probably Michael Keane." We're talking about something to do with legs, and she goes, "Oh yeah, well you know if I was a bit younger, you you I, I would have broken your legs." And I was like, "No, nice, is it? She, she was like proper like." proper like scouse old lady and i was like okay you can just go in the parking lot and go, go get in your car and go goodbye thank you it's yeah. like there was a bit of seriousness behind that shout i was like okay um but no other than that it was it was it was a fun time but uh yeah that's what you get for drink, that's what you get for drinking at that time half seven what in the time morning, was that's, it that's commitment half that. seven kickoff that's were people drinking pints in that 
Um, no, because the, the bar doesn't did, didn't open until about nine o'clock. Oh, right. In Canada, well, in Ontario, um, but uh, yeah. So I think once that uh, people had a few pints of of Guinness uh, at that time, but uh, yeah, no, that was a bit intense. I was like. <laughs> I feel like you're not kidding. <laughs> it's like, what yeah, are wait till, like, wait till that woman wakes up tomorrow and she's got loads of our QR stickers stuck all over the car. Oh my God, I should have done that. You know, I should have plastered <laughs> them all over. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, it, it was uh, it was definitely an experience. Um, but uh, no, it was good. It was good. Just couldn't get the right result, which is fine. I know your sister's a, a Liverpool fan as well, isn't she? You had a top and the yeah. scarf on. Oh my God. So literally it was like six o'clock in the morning and she like opens the door and she's like, good morning to you. And she's got the scarf wanker. Of course she is. She's a red, isn't she? She got the scarf on, she's got the top on. She'd bring me a coffee though, which I appreciated, but it was a lot to take in at like six o'clock in the morning. I was like, you're going to need to just like put on a coat or something. I can't look at all this red right now. <laughs> like it's a lot to take in. Uh, but yeah, no, my whole, my whole family split. We're split right down the middle. Half is red, half is blue as it typically goes, isn't it? Um, but uh, yeah, she's a hoot. It's been, it's been nice being back home. It, it, it's been really, really nice. Um, but uh, she can swerve that, uh, <laughs> that top and that scarf any day. <laughs> yeah. Take that scarf out. Take that scarf and uh Take it home with you so she can't find it and then just go back to the ones of you. It is, it is. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, looking for this. Yeah. <laughs> sure, we're throwing it down the canal. I think the, yeah, it, I will. <laughs> just the thing I took from the day, um, which sort of, I know, listen, we are a terribly run circus and we take our stick sometimes and we know that. But when I was in town and seen the pool fans buying half and half scarves oh. with Everton on it, I just thought, I'm so glad my half fellas are blue. As much as I, I it hurts and to get me down and everything else, I couldn't be affiliated with them. I was just like, no. what is going on here? I was walking past them. They were looking, I was dying for one of them to ask me what the bus was because he was getting sent in the 81. I was just. And they'll back at Speak Airport. Yeah, I was just like, as much as we are crap, I'm glad I'm not one of them. You know what? It's, it's yeah. funny you say that, Jamie, because I was um, my aunt threw like a little party for me yesterday, and I, I'll send you guys the picture. So uh, it's with me, my dad, and my uncle Colin, and um, of course, like you know, we're we're all the blues, and my cousin Adam is we're we're the blues in the family, and um, we took this photo all together, and I literally just said to them both, I was like, I'm just so glad that you guys are blues, and I'm so glad I'm a blue. I honestly like. Oh, the, that's that's what I said to the old lady. So she was like, you know, saying you'll never walk alone and blah, blah, blah. I was like, mate, I'd rather walk alone. And she goes, oh, yeah, well, if it was me, if I was a bit younger, I'd break, you, would be, you wouldn't be walking at all. I'd break your legs. Get up and open it, the arse fat. Gabe, I was like, Gabe, yourself. I was like, that's, my sister was like, oh, my God. Rough, I think, I think, maybe, maybe I think she, she from was serious. People. I don't know. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, woman. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I just turned the ball. I said, honestly, I, I, I do not care how shit we are day in and day out. Thank God I'm not a red. Thank God I'm not like my. <laughs> I mean, I love my sister to death, but Jesus, she's a typical copite, so she is. Yeah, I always give me dad a lot of stick about us being blues, but I wouldn't. I'd rather, I'd rather be dead than red. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah. Hundred percent. Rather bloody broken legs and not be able to walk than be a bloody red. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, listen, is the honestly before we go, is there anything that you want to add about um, the derby or the day or anything like that? Yeah, just Jamie. Really, just wanted to sort of like ask you that question as well. Like, do you feel like what's your feelings towards it as well? Like, do you feel like it's one of those things? Oh, you know, we we got beat and oh, another defeat, blah blah blah. Or are you kind of like no? You know what, lads? You did put in a good defensive performance there at the end. And you tried to hold your own and needed the best, but you could with a crap situation. Like what? Like what? What's your take on it? Um, I just asked for not for us not to be embarrassed. That's all I asked yeah. for in the Merseyside derby, and we wasn't. Now yeah. the result. Listen, we know the result. We know what the, what way it's going to go. Uh, we hope and pray for a draw. Sounds about that, but a draw or a win. We don't get it. But just don't get embarrassed, you know, stand up and make yourself proud. And they did. And that's all I asked for in, a, in, a, in an Everton team in a Merseyside derby. So I just sort of shrugged it off as soon as the final whistle went. Uh, took the banter coming my way. 
water off a duck's back and, and moved on. I, I, I was happy the rest of the day. It was it was fine. And we were going, oh, yeah, happy. I'm not happy Everton get people, but it was like, like when you get people by city, you sort of go, okay, and you walk away. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't too bothered, really, as yeah. long as we never got embarrassed. Which we I didn't. sent a, a few abusive messages on TikTok and Twitter, and it made me feel better. And after that, I was all, I was all right then. I was back to my normal self. So, yeah. Look at that, guys. Therapy with Paul Brown. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Just what you do is you just abuse people, then mute them, block them, and then run away, and then you feel all right about it. Then I like it. That's what I got next. What one last thing I will say as well is you know being well. At first, I was obviously the only blue in in this pub, and. um a couple of the lads came up to me afterwards and they were like, you know what, to be fair, it's actually pretty brave of you to come in here and you held your own, you know, like they would they would kind of shout things at me and I would just give it right back to them. So they're like, nah, your banter is on point. Like, I was like, you, you do learn to be that way when you are a blue, unfortunately. So that's just what we're into. Yeah, you'll yeah. always face our corner, no matter what, you know. Always. I mean, we're allowed to take the piss out of ourselves, but nobody else can do it. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly... Guys, girls, thanks very much for joining me. I know we've got a West Ham preview coming out. Um, something that we'll we'll do Thursday. It'll be out Thursday night, Friday morning. So if anyone wants to listen to that, by all means. If anyone's got any questions for us as well about the Merseyside Derby, something that you wanted to get an opinion on, or just in general, an Everton question, to fire over to the Twitter or the Instagram. But yeah, up, up the toffees. Up the toffees. Up the toffees. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, no. At least I'm not a cockwhite. Cockwhite's a cockshite. Sports Social Podcast Network.